In the past year, the best tool I've introduced is the V-Lite Neuro Alpha. Dr. Lou Lim was on the show before, but let's talk about what I get out of it. Number one, better sleep. The Neuro Alpha has been a staple in my sleep regimen every other day, because that's what V-Lite recommends, since I purchased it. Number two, a calm state of focus. Hey, overwhelm happens, and when it does, I throw the little red light up my nose and on my head, and bam, face shift. Number three, public speaking. It's listed as one of the biggest fears that people have. People frankly hate it. I now have the Neuro Alpha square in the middle of my public speaking prep. It helps calm me before getting on stage. Want to get one? Head over to vlight.com, that's V-I-E-L-I-G-H-T, where they have all the scientific studies around photobiomodulation that Dr. Lim and team are involved in. Vlight has an 80% refund policy for you to try it over the course of six months. You also get 10% off with the code SUPERHUMAN. Enjoy, my friends. Superhumans, it's Boomer, and I'm in Helsinki, Finland today. This weekend, I'll be participating in the Biohacker Summit, where I'm going to be giving a talk on how to work smarter, not harder. But this podcast today is not about that. This podcast today is really a collection of my learnings from life on the road over the past 10 years, and really how to optimize for health and performance when you spend so much time on the road. As you guys may have heard me reference on the show before, I travel quite a bit. When I was in finance, it was certainly a lot more, but my territory then was 14 different countries. The cool thing about this job was that I had elite status at several different airlines, several different hotel chains all around the world. Obviously, the downside to that lifestyle was my health. That was over three years ago, and very candidly, I still live off of some of those miles today. But I certainly travel a lot less, at least in comparison. I say this preamble today because I'm in Helsinki, which is one of my favorite cities because people are healthy. You have an emphasis on nature. There's sauna. There's foraging. It's amazing. And it kicks off two months of travel where I'm going to be in Amsterdam for only three days. Here's what that looks like. Today I'm in Helsinki. This Sunday I fly back to Amsterdam for those three days, then off to LA for the Summit Series, down to San Diego where I'm going to spend some time with friends as well as companies that I've invested in, over to Austin, Texas to speak with clients as well as friends, into Asheville, North Carolina for my favorite holiday, which is the Thanksgiving holiday, down to Atlanta, over to Manila to spend some time with my mentor, and then into South Korea, where I'm going to be with my future in-laws for Christmas and New Year's. Then we're going to wrap things up with a day trip to Rome on the way back. And I'll make it back to Amsterdam by about January 6th next year. So when you're on the road that often, what do you do? This type of nomadic lifestyle can be a little bit of rough, so preparation is key. 
Today, I want to open the kimono a little bit with you on my travel prep. Staying optimized so that I can thrive on the road is very important to me. What I'll lay out are the tools and tricks I use for business trips of really various durations. These are what work for me, but also work for many others who I shared this with. I'm only going to get into business trips because vacation is a little bit separate and has some other variables that need to be accounted for. And I want to break this down by what I plan to do based on trip duration. Let's start first with that day trip. Yes, you guys have had that one before and it's a little bit dreaded. You wake up early in the morning and you come back at night. I aim to pack light here. This is where I bring out my GORUCK backpack and nothing that can't fit in that backpack goes with me. My plane strategy is quite simple. I have my KTC lab pants. I love them because they protect me from things like EMF while I'm in a giant aluminum tube flying at 10,000 meters. I bring my daylight blockers because most of the time in offices as well as airplanes, you're going to face junk light. My daylight blockers are from a company called Paulette, which you can get online, but you can also look at blue blocks because they make daylight blockers as well. And they're very good. While flying, I use molecular hydrogen just to pair off some of those reactive oxygen species and to keep me going. The last thing I want to do while I'm traveling especially if it's a day trip. I don't want to be wounded. I don't want to be sick as a result of flying in this aluminum tube, which can be effectively a 10,000 meter Petri dish sometime. And I want to be healthy. So molecular hydrogen definitely comes with me. That, and I also bring a journal. Frankly, I put this down because it comes with me everywhere. The journal is where my brain goes while on the road, while anywhere. I'm a compulsive note taker, so I have to have it with me. As I go through these steps, by the way, they build on each other. So it's not necessarily that my day trip strategy gets left behind when it comes to our next stop. It more builds on each other. So the KTC lab pants, for instance, come with me throughout all of these segments. Let's look at the next one. So we've just done the day trip, which is probably one of my least favorite travel experiences ever because you generally have a jam-packed day, you don't have much time for yourself, and you're coming back at night pretty tired. The next one we're going to look at is the overnight trip. So to set the scenario here, an overnight trip is when you fly and stay overnight in a hotel in a foreign bed that's not yours. I'm still operating out of that GORUCK bag. The one I use is the GR1. I've tested so many different laptop bags and Most of them candidly suck or have broken down within a matter of months. I get really, really excited about those, but the GR1, for one, it comes with a lot of guarantees, but for two, the laptop bag itself is pretty epic. It's waterproof. It's almost destruction-proof. I've hiked with it through Patagonia. It's amazing. Anyways, on to what goes into the overnight bag. I throw the blue light blockers in the bag I use blue blocks and Andy Mant has been on the show. There's a reason why I use blue blocks because they actually block blue light. If you're going out there and surfing the interwebs or internet or whatever you want to call it, looking for blue light blockers, a lot of the more popular ones don't actually block blue light. So I use blue blocks. I'm also packed. I'm also packing with me. uh, This is kind of funny. Electrical tape. 
Now, electrical tape, I don't even use it at home because I've optimized the light so much. But in a hotel room, you have weird lights from things like Wi-Fi routers or TVs or other LED lights that I just can't even explain sometimes. And I don't want those to disrupt my sleep because after all, we have photoreceptor cells on our skin and it can sense really whenever those lights enter the room. And so I want to make sure that that light isn't disturbing my sleep. And I know just based on my own personal experience that light is a severe factor or a significant factor, not severe, in the quality of my sleep each night. So the electrical tape goes in and it blocks those lights. I don't paste it in such a way that it's a hazard for the cleaning lady to fix the next day. No, I paste it in such a way that just blocks the blue light and I can remove the tape in the morning. I also pack a sleep mask, earplugs. I like the putty or goo that Max allows you to, that's M-A-C-K-S, allows you to form fit into your ear. And then the key here is I ask the hotel room to give me a room that's quiet away from the street and away from the elevator. It may cause me a little bit of pain in terms of additional walking in the morning, which I never mind, but it'll save me some pain or increase the quality of my sleep. Now you also want to shut your blinds here and make sure that your hotel room has blackout blinds. That's something that you need to research beforehand. All right, so we've covered the day trip Again, my least favorite thing in the world. We're moving on and have covered the overnight trip. Now, what about that multi-day trip? So a multi-day trip is when you fly to one location or multiple locations and you have to stay for a few days. My goal here is to simulate the home as much as possible. If I'm looking to optimize on the road, I want to be as close to my routines as I can. This may include, particularly if the city is not known for coffee, I may pack my AeroPress with me in my bag, along with my favorite coffee from Amsterdam. I'm also going to research the hotel, because if it's an overnight stay, I can do some simple yoga movements, I can do some simple body weight exercises, and I may not really need to get that workout in. But if I'm going for a multi-day trip, I want to make sure that the hotel either has a gym or if they don't, I'm going to pack my X3 bar. The supplements for this one, well, I could have said this really earlier, is that I have a tackle box for supplements and it's just one layer of a tackle box. Maybe I can include it in the show notes. And this, again, supplementing to me is completing the whole. And if you're traveling and the variable here is food, and you're uncertain where you're going to be eating at given times, and uncertain of the nutrients in your food. You want to make sure that you're covering that. You want to make sure that you're getting ample nutrients, and supplementation is one of the ways to do that. Of the gadgets that I bring, as soon as it becomes more than an overnight trip, I'll include my V-Light Neuro Alpha. They sponsor the show. They may even sponsor this episode, but It's one of my favorite devices. Yes, it's expensive, but if you want something that can phase shift you very quickly, as in bring you to an alpha state, make you relax, help you sleep better, make you relax before that presentation, 
the V Lite Neuro Alpha is one of my favorite tools, and it's sitting right next to me right now. In fact, before I go to this dinner tonight, I'm going to run the 20 minute session. So we've now covered the day trip, the overnight trip, and the multi day trip. But what happens when you're gone for multiple weeks, like I'm doing? What happens when you may even have an open-ended trip and you're not sure when you're going to come back? In terms of gadgets, I'll add to my bag not only the X3 bar and the V-Lite, but also include the Earth Pulse. If you're traveling this much, by the way, chances are you should check a bag. That is unless you're flying Ukrainian airlines, in which case you probably never want to check a bag. Long story there. But have some fun with these trips. So if you're gone for weeks at a time, make sure you're finding places to check out. I'll always look for the best coffee in a city or an area, or perhaps a unique health experience or restaurant. Let's take, for example, LA. I'm going to be in Los Angeles next week for the Summit Series. In fact, I'm getting in a couple of days early for a charity event, but also to just see some friends. And so I'm going to be staying in Santa Monica for a couple of days. I've already researched where the best coffee spots are in Santa Monica. In case you can't tell, I like coffee. I'm going to experience hyperbaric oxygen chambers when I land. And I'm meeting up with a physician friend who is helping me get my head around and try some of the different NAD plus therapies out there. Sub Q NAD. Yes, I'm looking forward to that. Wow. Puts a smile on my face. And there's some downsides to that type of travel, right? You're gone for weeks at a time. And I know people who do this on oil rigs, and that's certainly a very brutal lifestyle. But when I'm gone for weeks at a time, there are things that I miss. My girl, my family, friends, all of that, of course. In terms of tools, one of the things that I do miss is the Carol. And maybe my workouts aren't quite as the reduced exertion, high intensity interval training as I prefer, but I try to get a good gym in my hotel or nearby. If a good gym is not available, you can do a lot of stuff with just body weight or even a treadmill. Yes, I do miss reliable food. You can hedge yourself here through research. Most cities have some form of hipster movement right now, which means that an organic market is usually a stone's throw away. And a pro tip here, when in doubt, Google vegetarian or vegan restaurants nearby. And I think Google just woke up there. When you... (laughs) Uh, Google Home's participating. If you're not one of those that's a vegan or vegetarian, that's okay. Health restaurants tend to aggregate together, and this means that the paleo, the keto, the diet-friendly restaurants are usually nearby. And so we've just recapped how to stay healthy, how to be optimized on the road. And this episode is going to be one of the shorter episodes, but it's jam-packed full of information. And if you're on the road, just remember, it's okay to be a little bit flexible now and then. Love the adventure. Love your life. Superhumans, thank you for listening to this. The show notes for this one are at decodingsuperhuman.com slash adventure capitalist. And I hope you enjoyed it. Feedback, send it over to podcast at decodingsuperhuman.com. I would love to hear what you have to say, what you think of these smaller episodes. And do you find this information useful? 
If you enjoyed the episode, head over to iTunes, leave us a five-star rating. As the world is run by algorithms, every rating counts. And soon, I'm going to be giving away cool things like t-shirts, additional information, consulting, all for reviews. So please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating now and share it with a friend. Share it on a social network and tag Decoding Superhuman. All of that is appreciated and have an epic day. <laughs>